everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Ashley. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge our assumptions and yours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone and everyone, especially ourselves. You know, when you say choir, I just want to go, oh. <laughs> Sorry. So telling us that we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from this secular perspective. Remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else, for that matter, unless you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, duck go, go that shit. shit. Episode 62, which is my age. Oh, wow. Ah, there we go. We've finally reached your age. Cheers. Yeah, that's all I got. Salute. So you got a whole smorgasbord here in front of you. What do you, what do you got here? You got well, some good I, I'm stuff. I'm doing some pairing. This was recommended by my daughter, Emma. She always gives me, like, the tips on what's, what's at my local... Beverage supply place, which is Hops, Grain, and Vine. Shout out to you, yeah, you can get a little and, discount if we yeah. do that. <laughs> and so this is from Pontoon Brewing, which is over in well, it's on kind of the uh, the east side of town. Okay, but this is an extra extra Irish extra stout aged in Jameson casks. So uh-huh. kind of anticipating next week's holiday, St. Patty's with two D's. There not you two go. D's, yeah. There not you two go. D's, yeah. And I'm pairing that also with a Jameson cold brew, which is their whiskey that has coffee, cold coffee brew in there. So you mash. got a beer that tastes a beer like a liquor. Beer and a bum. And a liquor that tastes like, like coffee. coffee. Okay. Yeah. And what are the, what's the other thing we're doing with our drinks tonight? Oh, yes. We're, we're doubling up. Along with announcing what your drink is, you're supposed to tell us, what is the worst coronavirus advice oh, that you've yeah. heard? Oh, well, okay. It's not exactly that, but the thing that really just bothers me. Not that I'm a fan of Corona beer. Okay. <laughs> it's not, you know, I used to like that, but I have other better better things to yeah. go on to now. It's okay. I used to drink Boone's Farm, but when I was young and stupid, uh, I didn't know any better. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, so many week, people have <laughs> dumped Corona because they're afraid of the association with the... With it's spelled exactly the same. There has to be a correlation. Right, right. Yeah. 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 That's Weird. pretty silly. Can I get coronavirus from drinking Corona beer? No, you cannot. So. I don't think so. But if somebody yeah. touched a lime... Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and, what you, and what you got? So I am being pretty ordinary this week. I got the uh, Apothic Red blend when I was at the grocery store yesterday. That is a staple in this household. It is a staple, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's pretty standard, mm-hmm. and it's good. But I did try a little bit of uh, Jeff's. Of the Jameson? Jameson's cold brew. This has been a whole... Weird day of cold brew for me because somebody, uh, a little coffee shop, was giving away nitro brew coffee oh, wow. in oh, yeah. our office like this that. morning. And it looked, it was delicious. Yeah. But it looked like a Jameson's, uh, not a Jameson's, a Guinness. Yeah. Uh, and so now here I am drinking a whiskey with coffee in it after all Perfect of that. Ending. And the bad advice that I have heard that has made me laugh the most is that drinking warm liquids will kill any virus. So if you just avoid drinks with ice, 
you won't get the virus. Hot tea. Oh, but but no. it has to be oh, no. room temperature or above? It, it or? just says it has to be warm. It, this, this stellar advice did not include a minimum temperature threshold, but, mm. except that apparently the coronavirus hates the sun. I don't know how they've asked it this to get its feelings, but <laughs> that is what it is. And so if you just drink warm drinks, you won't get any viruses. All right. Well, the whiskey is warm, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's room temperature. All right. It's all yep. good. There and go. also, thank you for having me back again. It's fun to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yes. I'm going with fireball tonight. Ooh, yeah. Fireball night. If you look behind you. You do have you, a lot of fireballs You will over see there. my wife <laughs> bought for me. Your wife loves you. Yes. A, a heart-shaped Valentine's chocolate box filled with fireball. Your wife is a yeah. good woman, Don. Now, she bought that about a week after Valentine's Day, but, Doesn't you know, matter. hey. Yeah, that's when it's on sale. Smart. Exactly. That's smart. I like Cheap liquor shopping. <laughs> that's what made me fall in love with it. Chocolate <laughs> is for amateurs. I yeah, it's just, yeah chocolate that. is for amateurs right yeah, on top yeah. of it. It has 10... Many bottles of Fireball in it. Each bottle has 50 milliliters. That is 500 milliliters. Or if you do the conversion, that's five liters. Because, you know, <laughs> I got I got a grasp on the metric system because I'm American. Wait. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't don't even Miller, don't even try and do Miller. the math. It's yeah. it's so complicated. It's all about taking zeros away and adding yeah, zeros. You move the point over. Yeah. You move, it's, yeah. It's, it's, either, three it's either five. Five liters or fifty liters or half a liter. It's one. It's one of those. But you're set up for a while. Is yeah, it, I'm. 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 I'm with good. Yeah. In the interest of not dumbing down America any further, <laughs> <laughs> it's half a liter, right? Just, yes. Okay. So just I, clarify I, I thought that so. for our listeners. It is. I thought it was half right. a liter, not five liters. Well, how many quarts is that in American? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so well, one liter is almost. It's thirty-three ounces, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Which is a little over two quarts. 16 ounces is a quart? No, no, 32 ounces is a quart. 16 is a pint. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. But we'll be discussing that on our liquid conversion podcast <laughs> at a later date. You should edit this part out. <laughs> well, we already touched on a little bit the, the 600 million pound gorilla that's in every room, it's crazy to say, sweeping the nation and sweeping the world, is the coronavirus. It's it's what's on everybody's mind right now, no matter who you are and where you're at. Can't avoid it, and we should not avoid it. No. We should be playing this smart. We should talk about it. We should not be hysterical about it. We should use trusted science-based sources. Oh, I forgot. That reminds me. I forgot to say what the worst advice. You forgot your bad advice. My worst advice. That ties right in. My worst advice comes from the health minister of Indonesia. Oh. Whose advice to the Indonesian people when it comes to coronavirus was to pray. This is not the religious leader of Indonesia. This is the top health official in Indonesia. That's his official advice. Kiss your ass goodbye and pray, basically. you know, I'll Hmm. give credit to Pence because he's not said that yet. No, he has not. It was interesting to see him come out, if only slightly off message, without saying anything directly about his boss. But this this virus is making me look at people who I am not normally any kind of in tune with mm-hmm. politically and going, they're not completely screwing this up. I have to give credit where credit is due. I was impressed when Pence said today that some people... His boss. He didn't name names. He didn't name names, yeah. but he yeah. was like, some people have been under out bad information yeah. and saying this is not an issue yep. when it is an issue. 
Yeah, so. and he said yeah. irresponsible, I think, actually yes. as a preface to that. So I bet he got a spanking from Daddy when he got back home. Oh, I'm sure that's going to yeah. come up in his quarterly review. So were y'all like me when this all started and being like, oh, my God, stop talking about this. It's not a big deal. And then... It's like the bird flew all over again or the swine flew all over well, again. But, yeah. But, but it's not. It's not. And yeah, I was right, one of the people right. who was like... Millions of people get the flu every year. More people. I was like that. And then I read a couple of articles from reputable sources and realized, oh, wait a minute. Here's the angle on this that makes this a different thing. And I I think that's the important part with all of this. And, And the biggest current risk that I see for the U.S., is how people getting this can overwhelm our hospital system. Yep, which it has in Italy. That's why we need to tamp down that curve by shutting things down where we can. So there's a statistic from something, and I apologize, I don't have it completely handy right now because even though my laptop is in front of me, I shut down that particular (laughs) application earlier so I wouldn't get bothered by it. But essentially right now we're on a very similar trajectory as Italy? In, as Italy. Yeah. And we're following the Italy model we are. of how you deal with this. And if we continue to follow that model, stuff's about to get really real in this country. I think we're going to need a little more than prayer to get through it. Yeah, we're going to need a whole <laughs> lot of science. Well, the Chinese, which it's a little easier for the Chinese to en- enact authoritarian measures when it comes to their people, but what they're doing now has been highly effective. You basically can't go anywhere in China without having your temperature taken by somebody. Mm-hmm. If you try to go into a building, if you go, you show up at work, there's somebody there to take your temperature. If you have a fever, you are directed to go directly to, they've opened these massive fever clinics that where they're quarantining people. Same thing. You, you leave work, you're like, ah, screw this, I'm going home. You go to your apartment building, you try and walk in your apartment building, there's somebody there to take your temperature. Go shopping. Before you can get in the store, there's somebody there to take your temperature. They're just taking the people that don't even know that they're infectious at that mm-hmm. point. Anybody that has a fever is being sent to be checked out. If, if they found out that you had the coronavirus, they were doing CAT scans. And they were doing up to 200 CAT scans a day. Yeah, we're, our CAT scans are not set up Not set. Yeah, we can't do that many, that, yeah, right, that right. quickly. So they're churning and burning. And the statistic that I heard, again, from a reputable source, was that China was operating not too long ago at a clip of about 3,500 new cases per day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday... They had 24 new cases mm-hmm. for the entire country. So they tamped it. So they're yeah they they're getting a handle on it. them and I believe it's South, South Korea, Korea are the mm-hmm. two that are being are really the most effective right now of controlling it in, within their own borders. And Italy is absolutely the worst. They're the so, second highest contaminated country outside of China, and for some well, reason we're following their lead. And about two days ago. I read the statistic yesterday, so let's say it was within 24 hours of me reading that statistic yesterday. Italy had nearly 200 people die in a 24-hour period. In a single day, yeah. Of the virus or complications from the virus. And when you hear a number like that, yeah, yeah. that's a huge, huge this is not number the flu. from something like So both of you watched the 11 or 12-minute speech from the Oval Office the reading last from the, night yeah, yeah i could I just, I just couldn't sit through it uh, normally sometimes I, I can but last night was just not the night for whatever reason so I normally just i can't either but i decided this was important enough that i should listen to it and the first thing i want to say is our president reads like a third grader who's not that great at reading like it, it, the way he read it it was 
as if the sentences on the teleprompter were written as run-on sentences. There was an article in The Atlantic today, which we know is not necessarily a liberal bastion of news media source by a guy named David Frum, who is also not known as a very liberal pundit at all, who said exactly what I was thinking last night, which is he didn't tell us anything about what we're doing in this country to combat the virus and, and this crazy travel ban from the EU. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the virus is here. What are we doing here? Yeah. And he didn't address any of that. He came on TV to alleviate the American public uh, and, the, and their fears and, he and failed miserably. Failed miserably yeah. to the extent that we had the worst day in the stock market since 1987. Yep. So his I'm going to come in and calm. save everything. Yeah, let me calm the yeah. waters here. Did yeah. not do that at all. It had the and opposite effect. It really did. And Well, there were three, was it three things that they had to kind of walk back on it? Walk they immediately walked three things back yeah, this he, morning. Yeah, he immediately talked about other things on Twitter. Like, number one, he, uh, he said that it was going to also be cargo and shipments and, shipments yeah, and, right. and that kind of stuff <laughs> was also going to be banned out of, out of Europe. But that's not true. Right. He also said the insurance companies were going to waive treatment, treatment the waive the fees for testing and treatment, which came as news to the insurance, insurance companies. companies. Yeah. And, and they said, we'll waive the fees on testing, but we're not waiving shit when it comes to treatment. And there was one, and I can't remember what the third one, there was one other one that the White House immediately walked back. This I think morning. it was something about the travel where, you know, so... Yes, American citizens. Oh, and yes. Basically, the way Trump made it sound was we were shutting, shutting down, down travel completely here. between here and Europe. Right. There's naturalized about Americans, exceptions. Yeah, yeah. American yeah. citizens, yeah. naturalized American citizens, blah, 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 down the list are able to come home, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the but, other thing that was kind of weird was he excluded the U.K. Well, he's got golf courses in the U.K. Exactly, and yeah, which are hurting, so you know, want to make he, sure he, he needs can... to make, make it available for people to fly there to play. But... There's no travel ban between the U.K. and anywhere else, so you can circumvent his travel ban by just getting your ass to the U.K. and getting on a plane. Yeah, I'm sure Heathrow's going to be a little bit overcrowded for so a if while. So you, if you're in Paris and you need to get to America and you can't fly from Paris to America, take the tunnel, fly from Heathrow. If you can get a ticket. It, yeah. or, well, but they have exceptions, like I say, for, you know, well, like, airfares like cr- students. And, crazy cheap right now because nobody's flying. This would be a great time to buy a cruise. Yeah, exactly. I know a couple of people at work who bought tickets to go to San Francisco this weekend Mm -hmm. because it's like a hundred bucks round trip from Atlanta. It's like $58 to fly to Chicago round trip. But did you notice the other piece of all of this is that there are people doing very subtle nationalist tweets at this point, calling this the Wuhan. Yes, the Wuhan virus or the Chinese Chinese coronavirus. coronavirus. Yes. And that's a subtle form of an us against them. Nobody set out to build this, to, no. to you know, do everything that it's doing. And, and there are people who are deciding that this is an important thing. Well, and it's the government be wants you to believe divisive. Yeah. And we with, need the world. We need mm-hmm. the world to come together on this. And speaking of that, I saw this morning that we neglected to inform any of the prime members of the EU. president, <laughs> members of the EU, yeah. that we were going to be banning yeah. travel between travel our country and their country. So I'm sure they're going to just jump all over themselves to come help us out if we have any issues and, with it. And, um, well, my understanding is the two authors of this speech that he read was um, Stephen Miller. You, you could tell just by the tone of the speech that Stephen Miller's hands. Oh, yeah, because there was that nationalism that thing. thing yep. you know, mm-hmm. yep. 
I don't know if he used, did he use the word Chinese virus Trump, but I mean he made kind of an illusion this wasn't our mm-hmm. deal. And same yeah. thing with Europe. Europe is now you know the mm-hmm. where all this is coming from. So mm-hmm. it's not like a world problem. It's a no. We need to protect everything us. in his speech too. Was some economic stuff that's going to go on, mm-hmm. and, but it, no concrete plans. Nothing really helping out the people who are going to need it from this. It just. It's all about numbers. Nothing about an explanation about what went wrong with the U.S. testing system and how we actually can't do all the tests he said right, we can do. Right, right. So and we have no idea how many people are And he talks infected. about... We were talking about Korea. Anybody who wants to mm-hmm. test, they're available. They're, 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 right. they're, they're, no, they're not. That's I was going to say, you know, compared to Korea, we're talking yeah. about them as being a model. They have drive-through testing, you know, where you they're doing, yeah. what, 10,000 people a day. I don't know if they're still doing mm-hmm. that or not. And then you find out within the next day or so, something like that, but you're not going into a doctor's office infecting other people. It's just strictly drive-through. Right. But, you know, because we have to protect the um, corporations that are doing these tests. Well, like I said, we can't. you can't walk into a building in China without having your temperature taken. And if you have a fever, you're sent immediately to, to a clinic. Where the exact opposite, I read a thread on Twitter that somebody I followed liked, so it showed up. It was one of those where it was about 10 or 12 tweets that, that they mm-hmm. sent out telling, telling a story, which kind of defeats the purpose of Twitter, but those are some of those are pretty good. This one was a woman just got married, back from Paris on her honeymoon. Her and her husband just got back home to, to the United States. I forget what state she was. Oh, Missouri. She's in Missouri. And he had a slight fever, didn't feel very well, so they went to the doctor. The doctor told them, if you didn't come here, you came here from France. You didn't come here from Italy. You didn't come here from China. Or Iran. State regulations, I can't test you. Yeah. Period. Go home. Self-quarantine yourself so few for 14 available. days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was in some of the hearings in the last couple of days that came out, too. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we are woefully inadequate on... Which, on, speaking of hearings, did you hear what happened yesterday? Where the head of the CDC and the, like, top corona expert were... They were testifying, testifying in front of Congress. And were summoned to the White House in the middle of their testimony for a non-emergency meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because too much information is getting exposed. Also, Universe... You might have given Tom Hanks coronavirus. He is not yours to take right now. <laughs> <laughs> and neither is Rita Wilson, for that matter. Yeah. You may not have them, universe. <laughs> and that was interesting, too, how he tweeted that mm-hmm. almost yeah. immediately after the, the Trump little... And mm-hmm. you talk about them, them pulling the uh, the officials from the, from the hearing. That's the plan. It's, it's all about suppression of information. Same mm-hmm. thing, the CDC here in Atlanta printed posters mm-hmm. in English and in Spanish uh, about the coronavirus, mm-hmm. how to, what to do, best, best practices, and, and, yeah. and all that stuff, and sent that out. And the White House contacted all the immigration courts and told them to, it was mandatory that they remove those posters from and the building. Because you can't blame the foreigners for causing it. If they if they're informed and know about it, but I know? read I read the logic behind whatever rule it was that said this information that they can't post, and I apologize I don't have it pulled up right now, so I can't look at it directly. But yeah. when I saw, I read the logic that they were using to say don't show yeah this information, and it was a very bizarre interpretation. I mean, I, oh, I'm I, sure I'm not a lawyer, so maybe yeah. there's a piece to it that I don't understand. But it, reasoning it as a layperson. It was a very bizarre interpretation. It's like somehow if that. we tell them to wash their hands and they do and they still get sick, we're liable or some bullshit it, it like that. It wasn't even quite like that. I don't, or the piece I was, yeah. I read, I don't think was quite like that. It was just very strange. Yeah, because I read something about where it requires authorization. Whatever you hang in your in your courtroom has to be authorized by 
you know, whatever end of the government that is, didn't get CDC authorization didn't get proper to authorization put that up there. Well, but it's like at this time, you want as yeah. many people. The CDC probably isn't worried all that much about red tape and bureaucracy. They're they're worried about people's health, mm-hmm. like they should be. It was it was nice that the president came to Atlanta last Friday and uh, oh, and lied to the American anybody, people. Did you watch that uh, fiasco? No, I had tickets to Celtic Woman at the Fox on Friday night, so I was taking our less than robust public transportation system mm-hmm. into Midtown to go to that event since traffic was completely gridlocked oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. he Dobbin. landed the plane as far away from the CDC as he possibly yeah, he could well, he has, he has and to, driving through during rush hour. But he has to so. land at Dobbins because it's a military right. base. Right, no, I get that. He can't land at PDK or, or at no, no, Hartsfield No, 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 I, I get like that because it messes up Hartsfield because yeah. people can't take off and land when Air Force One is on the ground and different stuff like that. And it's that. only the busiest airport in the world. So <clears throat> Yeah, I saw several posts on Twitter and Facebook about how jacked up traffic was. And so once in a while, our somewhat limited less than stellar public transportation system is the way to go. Yeah. And it got me to a lovely evening of Irish calming music mm. and a Did, nice charcuterie the, tray at a pub. The one thing that I, I noticed about his trip, he's here as a, I would assume, a fact-finding mission. Uh, or yeah, in his of, case, it was more of a fact-giving mission. It because, was close to Nashville. Yeah, because and his, they just his, uncle, his uncle's really smart, so you know that's hereditary. And, and, and scientists are really impressed by how much he yeah, has they, a handle like, on this stuff. Yeah, I can't stuff, believe so. you know so much about this stuff. But when you watch the video of him talking and saying that, if you notice our senator, Purdue, was there. And also, well, actually, the other senator was there as well. Buffler? Yes. I can't never remember. And was Ann Collins and Kemp? And Kemp was there. I did not see Collins, but I did he see. He met him at the airport. Maybe. Kemp, Loeffler, and Purdue. All three were there. They weren't quite standing far enough away from Trump to be out of camera view. But you saw about half of Purdue, uh, you saw about half of Loeffler, and you saw you saw Kemp kind of standing next to Loeffler, hands crossed in front of his body, which is kind of a unconscious... Protect your nuts. Yeah, exactly, down. yeah. Had his head down, kind of, you know, looking at the floor the whole time that Trump was... A lot of body language going on there, and it was very, you know very he telling. He sold his soul a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And I, I can't... Um, oh, he still sucks up to that guy I hope so Susan much. Collins is sleeping really, really well these days. Yeah. But I think the only people that have had a worse reaction to the coronavirus than the U.S. government has been the religious institutions you know, around the world. Not only the... the He's not even he's not even a religious leader. He was a health leader there in Indonesia that said to pray. But our own religious leaders in this country uh, who have been telling people to just pray and not worry about it. And between Kenneth Copeland healing people of their coronavirus through the TV, TV. directly through the TV. I mean, Jesus' powers just flow through the TV. I'm sure they drank warm water, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and Jim Jim Baker was officially he was, yeah because he was selling some kind of a miracle it was medicine a sil- or some sort of silver something but and he's being sued for that right? yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. the state of Missouri mm-hmm. who because he's in who, Branson who, who won't 
test you unless you came from two specific countries, will slap a lawsuit uh, and, and a cease and desist order against anybody who's selling snake oil in the middle of a pandemic. Do you which see what, that's what this administration in, in the last few years have done to us, is this, like, really low bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, and we're all You can like, trip over that bar. Oh, they did this one thing right, so exactly. I'm going to give them credit, and you're like... Give them a blue a, ribbon and a pat like, on the back. I mean, of course you did this thing right, because you're a human being. You should do this thing right. It's and, just and that we're they didn't absolutely it fuck like, it up. It's just amazing. Bizarre world. Yeah, but... Here, yeah. Now we have, who hasn't actually canceled anything, but here in town, you know, your friend and mine, Mr. Andy Stanley, he put out a notice that if you are sick, if you are coughing, if you have a fever, don't come to church. Yeah, but he hasn't canceled their services He has not canceled yet. services. And, and most places are canceling left and right. Any, was it anything over how many people? 250. 250 people they're saying all should the num- be canceled? All the numbers are a little bit varying, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that magic number is. They said avoid crowds. Right. And we have three of us here, and two's company and three's a crowd. So. And I checked now my temperature is, today. This so is I'm, just I'm barely a crowd, so I think we're good. Yeah. Four? You know, I have a lot of thoughts about that, too. But some of the cases here in Georgia, there are three people from one church congregation. Yep. It, it's a tough call, right? I went I went to Shiva last week for a, a friend's father who passed away, and their house was packed full of people mourning this gentleman. And I don't know how you take that away from someone who's in grief. Right. But then you look at countries like Italy right now where just two days ago they had nearly 200 people die in a 24-hour time span from coronavirus. And the only things open in Italy right now, based on the, uh, an article I saw this morning, are pharmacies, grocery stores, and banks. And that's kind of a recent shutdown. Mm-hmm. It is. A, like that, the, yeah. All of Italy is on shutdown right now. But they're including church services and funerals and yeah. weddings and all the things. Anytime you're yeah, and getting a lot of people together. All yeah. of that has seemed sort of as untouchable here. But you have to look again at the personal responsibility. I mean, all of us have been to some of our MLS Major League Soccer games yeah. here. Yep. And it, it was funny because you know, the MLS season didn't really suspend until today. We were supposed to have a match on Saturday, and I was having a real ethical quandary about attending right, this right. match yep. because I knew that it meant that it was exposing me to a lot of people. And although I'm not at a very high risk with it, that I might inadvertently take an exposure back to somebody else who would be high risk. But at the same time, I'm like, what about all these people that I see from match to match, game to game, who are working in the stadium who depend on these jobs and they're not going to have a job for Mm -hmm. as long as all of this stuff is shut down and maybe it's their primary job and maybe it's a supplementary job i don't know but it's it's going to have huge economic impact with it and i was really struggling with do i go to this do i not go with it now the decision has been made because the matches are probably rightfully suspended for at least the next 30 days but there's a huge huge impact to a lot of people who are depending on the money that comes in from this and the economic impact of this virus is going to be felt for a long it is yeah because we've been told that government relief is going to come but we don't know we don't know what it's going to be what form and and it'll be interesting to see what various religious institutions step up and do to help i'm not surprised that this virus is finding itself being contracted and passed around in, in, in church settings just simply because it's a place where there's physical contact with mm-hmm. people. When you go to church, you hug necks, you shake hands. It's just it's just 
part of the facade of church. It's a smaller church. And in yeah. Stanley's, we didn't do we did Well, we didn't know anybody there either. But I, I didn't see a lot of people doing that. But yeah, the smaller, where you know pretty much everybody from right. one Sunday yeah. to the you next You do the Sunday. passing of the peace where you're hugging. All that, you're hugging it. You know, oh, get, you're you passing know. the communion plate with money. It's all. so good to see you. and So that I can I absolutely understand because you may go to work with... Ten times as many people that you go to church with, but you ain't hugging nearly as many necks and you ain't shaking nearly as many hands. I don't know where you are. Just kidding. So, yeah, the fact that churches are a place where we're finding that a lot of this transmission is going on is not. Because that's what kind of launched it in Korea, wasn't it? Yeah, there was was one mega church there that was kind of the epicenter kind of, wandering anyway. of the outbreak there. So it'll be interesting because, you know, I don't want to single out religious groups in this because, to my knowledge... No, I mean, it could have been... It could have been, you know... It could have been anything. It could have I been would, a bowling league. It could have, you know, any, anything but... I mean, know. I went to our, our tailgate last Saturday for the supporters group that I'm in for our soccer game, and I hugged, like, three people who I had not seen in six months. I didn't touch anybody yeah. else, but I hugged three people. So I don't want to single out religious institutions this time. What I am interested in with religious institutions is seeing where they step up to help in probably what's going to be a very dark economic time for at least a few months in this country. Like with the schools shutting down, I think, and I I can't speak for every state, but looking at our local area where most metro Atlanta schools are going to be shutting down indefinitely beginning tomorrow or Monday, we have a lot of kids on free and reduced lunch. And what are the religious institutions going to do during this time to support people who want to work but cannot work because wherever they would normally go to work is closed because of all the things that are shut down. But that poses the question about, so what about the atheist community? How do we step up to support Mm -hmm. those kind of causes as well? Well, Luckily, a lot of us are loners. No, but I'm saying, you know, for the, for the people that, that need, you know, that kind of support, the yeah. meals, the... Uh, so that's where I also think the basic good part of humans is going to come out in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling this to brag on me. I'm just saying it was a neat... Sure, it, it was yeah. not my idea, but I have a friend who's a teacher. Another mutual friend texted me yesterday and said, hey, they're probably going to cl- close schools. You know, our friend has all these students who are on free lunch. Yeah, they depend on what? Well, yeah. breakfast. That may be the best yeah. meal, like, they, meal those day. kids she have goes, all day. I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of stuff so she can send it home with her kids if they close school. Do you want to contribute? And I was like, yep, then loan her some money. Oh, because she was, so I think that most people will do something like where they see a need will help with it. At least to the extent that people are paying attention to what's going on and recognizing that this is an actual issue. Yeah, yeah, that there's other kind of things that are going to fall between the cracks if some mm-hmm. other people don't step up to, to fill that void. And I think most of us who can afford to do it, and not everybody can afford to do it, if we go out to dinner, that we're going to really tip our, our our servers at a restaurant, the bartenders at a bar or whatever, knowing that a lot of people are going to stay home for a lot of time and recognizing that this is going to be really hard on a lot of people who are not us. Step up your tip game. Mm-hmm. Support your local businesses right now. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Wherever you can. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, like you say, tip very well. You know, mm-hmm. Because you don't know if they're going to be able to continue those tips for the next number of weeks. So. And then, I mean, that's the thing that worries me. And a lot of people rely this. on those. Well, oh, that's how they get their pay, yeah. which is, you know, another unfortunate thing about the way we're set up is where that's where they get their pay is from tips. Yeah. Well, the so economic the impact pay. of all of this and then... You know, the the weirdest advice I think we've been given with this coronavirus, right? Wash your hands. Yes, we got yeah. that. 
if you weren't washing your hands before, I'm worried about you, but, you know, <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. But it's funny to me that the experts keep saying have like a 30-day supply of your medication on hand. Most insurance companies will not let you stockpile medication. Oh, yeah. So if you want to go, if you still have, say, 15 days left in your 30-day supply of something and you're anticipating that maybe you're not going to be able to go somewhere, you can't just go and say refill my prescription and your insurance company is going to cover that. Let me go ahead and get 90 days of that oxy. Yeah, you have to do that out of pocket, (laughs) which is prohibitively expensive for a lot of people. So it just, it's made me... So frustrated when I've seen that as yeah. part of the advice. To well, people, people give yeah they give advice and they, they don't think it you know completely through. Like like Pence, not too long ago. Well, he had one good day. Uh, he had one bad day too when he had Broken his little press partially good day. day, partially good yeah. day. Yeah, that press conference and he was talking about that the tests are going to be made available, mm-hmm. insurances are going to uh, wait, all the rest of that stuff. As he was leaving, he was about to step away, and, and a reporter said. What about people who don't have insurance? Right, right. What should they do? And he did not even acknowledge that the question was asked and walked right off uh, from right. the podium and, and out. What do we do with our homeless population? Yeah, that's another question. Yeah, what, what, what do we do with them? What do we do with their homeless population? Because mm-hmm. it's going to run roughshod through any kind of like Skid Row in L.A. where it's just mm-hmm. miles of tents and people mm-hmm. living on the streets. Mm-hmm. If it gets in there, it, it, which it probably already is, mm-hmm. it's it's going to devastate. What do we do in overcrowded prisons? What do we do when one of the two presidential candidates comes down with it mm-hmm. and has to be quarantined for two weeks? What, what do we do if Biden's self-quarantining for two weeks or Trump? He couldn't do it. He can't go two weeks without having a rally and having. And he, he's, yeah, he's, still, he's still he's, not said he won't do a rally. Yeah, he has he's not come not, out and said he's mm-hmm. not going to do rallies. You know, there is, was an, there was a part of the West. Remember the TV show The West Wing? Did y'all watch it? Yeah, I long for those kind my, of fantasies. It's my all-time favorite <laughs> television show, and I recently said on Facebook that maybe we should just get Aaron Sorkin to write the next few seasons of the Executive Branch. But you know, there was their, there was their whole storyline on Twenty Five. When some things happened, and the question was, who was the president during this time? Actually, there were two episodes where that was addressed. There was one when the president got shot and had to go to anesthesia, and it was like, so who was actually in charge right, during that right, time? Right. And there was the, epi- the couple of episodes where they actually invoked 25 okay, and had to have somebody else you know, taking charge of stuff, and it's kind of that similar— And that's to remove— Right, so it's when the president is incompetent, cannot or... serve for whatever reason, either voluntarily steps and that down, is, that's or enacted by who? The the president, the cabinet, the cabinet, yeah, right? the cabinet. So in in the West, in the particular episode of the West Wing, in in this storyline, spoilers. Yeah, but the show's been yeah, it's been a good ten years. I think yeah, we're safe. It's okay. Yeah, the president's daughter was kidnapped. Hey, by the way, Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Soze. Right. Spoiler yeah. alert. So the president's daughter was kidnapped. Yeah, and he was like, I. I can't be the president of the United States who doesn't negotiate with terrorists and be a father while this is happening. And at the time, part of this like they didn't have a vice president in in play because the vice president had resigned. So it would have been an immediate jump to the else. Speaker of the House. So it's immediate Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. who was in this storyline, excellently played by John Goodman, but a member of the opposite party yeah, yeah. with it. And it was fascinating because the president actually signed his own I'm giving over the power with mm-hmm. this until such a time as, as whatever. But also, the cabinet could invoke 25, if I've read, yeah. the, if I've read the Constitution yeah. correctly. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's who, who does That's it. what I yeah. thought it was, but I wasn't positive. 
And to me, and that hi, is... if any members of the cabinet are listening, yeah. it's time to invoke 25. It's long past, past yeah. time yeah. to invoke 25. But and you if know. you don't, you should be brought up on dereliction of duty charges. Oh, good gracious. Mm-hmm. Shifting to another topic. Mm-hmm. Don't want to beat this coronavirus to death here. Well, right? yeah, because by the time this posts, things are going to be a lot different. It's post Sunday morning. We'll be down to no cases. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. hey, yeah, the sun will come it. out. It'll warm up. This thing will just take care of itself. Yeah. You know? As long as it's it yeah. 26, 27 degrees Celsius, yeah. it'll die out. We're good. We're good. Just give the earth a nice warm drink. Everything will be fine. But you want to talk about Cardinal Pell. But just in, in case you don't know who Cardinal Pell is, Cardinal Pell was charged in 2017 with a historical sexual assault offense. He denied the charges, but a criminal trial went ahead. This is all in Australia. And in September of 2018, the first trial ended in a hung jury and a second trial happened. And in December of 2018, that second jury unanimously found Cardinal Pell guilty. And um, we didn't find out about it until February of 2019 because of a gag order. Yes. Despite the fact there were at least two victims yes. who came forward with this, Pell got a whopping maximum six years in jail. 72 months. For sexually assaulting a child. Two children. It's yeah. 36 months each. Yeah, children who are not able to consent, who are victims, children. And, and at the time, I was going to say we're going to have one of our Catholic listeners. I don't think we have one. You can check me on this, but I believe Cardinal Pell was the third highest ranking yeah. member of the Catholic Church. He was, he was pretty high up at the time. He was a treasurer yeah. of the Vatican and was the highest ranking Australian Catholic. What surprised me about this whole thing... Quick side note. He actually left the Vatican and went back to Australia voluntarily to stand trial. Unlike Cardinal Law out of Boston, who hid in the Vatican until he died. Because he thought he was going to be untouchable with this, right? Cardinal Pell thought, yeah, he thought he was Mm going to skate and and walk on on these charges. So in August of 2019, Pell unsuccessfully challenged the verdict in Victoria, Australia's Court of Appeal. And then in September of 2019, he lodged a final appeal with the High Court of Australia, which I believe is their this, this is kind of like Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Yeah, okay. this is kind of like going to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals and then you the lose Supreme there yeah. and then you yeah. appeal to the Supreme Court. It's, it's basically the same thing, yeah. just different titles. So there were two days of hearings with them and we found out that today... Just ten hours before we started recording. Yes. And it shocked me because... You read reversed. I, yeah, I, I, read, looked. I, I read the headline uh, and it says, Cardinal Pell, court reverses ruling in Cardinal sexual abuse case. But it but doesn't not, say that. It does not it say that. says that it reserves, it reserves its ruling. Okay. <laughs> Which, Which is completely different. It is very different. <laughs> it means they're not going to rule today. No, they're going to... I think they have... What? They're going to uh, rule... Later, yeah. but they've not specified when later is. Happens to be. Yes. That's a very open term. But it's, the most put it, put it maddening on. thing about this, to me, so Australia's had a really wonky and weird history with Catholic Church sex abuse of children. Yes. Let's talk about what this is sexual abuse of children. Australia has ignored a lot of recommendations about how not to sexually abuse children. Yes. And again, they're they're sort of delaying this ruling. This is a worldwide sexual abusing abuse of children. It's a know. worldwide organization yeah. of child fathers. Saying it loud for the people in the back, right? <laughs> um, 
the weird thing about this is that the Catholic Church refuses to defrock him as a priest and continues to support his At some point, appeals. the Catholic Church has to double down on that because he's the third highest ranking member As like, of you the looked at the wrong evidence. Yeah. Yeah. To, not that he is innocent. You put too much weight on the testimony of the victim. Oh, God forbid. The victim who was a child who was yeah. abused by an adult and an authority just let's right, just be right. real clear here there's not enough weight that you can put on that person's right. testimony the church is defending a man who preyed on children children two that we know of through this trial who knows how many more that, yeah he's been he's been of convicted of two so if you when, when, when you're looking at things like, am I a good person? Am I on the right side of something? Mm-hmm. Let me just, I have very few absolutes in my life, but I'm going to throw one down. If you're siding with the person who abused children. Sexually. Sexually, physically, any way. Mm-hmm. If you're siding with the person who abused children, you are not on the right side of that argument. Period. Full mm-hmm. stop. And how you can give money and continue to support an organization yep. Who supports, continues to support people with overwhelming evidence that they abuse children, I do not understand. But did this make the news here? I see this post that you did was the BBC. Did it Um, make the news here? I don't know if it did or not because when I first heard about it going to this high court in Australia, it was on my Alexa Daily briefing. So I think just the fact that with the coronavirus dominating there's a lot of stuff that's getting swept under the rug right now that, yeah. that you're not hearing about yeah, this was because the 11th, that is just is yesterday yeah. Yeah. if you've got an hour news program 50 minutes of it's going to be on the coronavirus well and who knows if you know. the fires were still raging in australia if we'd have heard yeah this story yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, exactly. I, I don't know because our news but, uh, organizations here don't really do a good job on worldwide kind of events either. They don't, which is part of the reason that in my Alexa Daily Briefing, I listen to the BBC because I try to hear something that's not uh, about the U.S. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad plan. I try. There you go. Small steps. So what do you think they're going to do? Are, are you paying this nefariously? Do you think that the court is going to somehow maybe reduce the charges or reduce the sentence or some, or maybe even overturn his conviction? And are they waiting for the right opportunity? Because... I can't, like I just said, with the coronavirus dominating the news, there's not a better time to do something like this and Put have it, it fly under the radar. Yeah. Put if it you wanted to bury the lead, now would be. You know, this is the time to do it. Announce right? it f- tomorrow, Friday, at about 6, 6 p.m. Yeah. You know? So my guess is it's one of two things. That either they're going to come back eventually and be like, yep, you're still going to be in jail for six years. You're still fucked. Sexually yep. assaulting a child. Yep. Or they simply don't want to make a decision. I don't know enough about this particular. Court yeah, we, we don't know the ins and outs. I don't of know if they're appointed or elected of, yeah. or, right. or, or, How they or weigh whatever else. Conservative, I, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, liberal so or whatever. If, if they just want to put off making a decision, it doesn't say they ever have to actually specify. It just says they don't have to say when they're going to make a decision. So you know, maybe if they don't talk about it, it'll go away. Yeah, I don't know, but I I just can't think of a, a bigger story coming along that you could hide a headline under than a global pandemic. I'm just going to say that if you're a part of an organization that says you're pro-life, then care about life once it's here. Care about life once it's here, especially life that is by its very nature easy to manipulate, easy to victimize. And easy to hurt and harm and, and don't stand up on the side of the person who knows what they're doing is wrong and chooses to do it 
anyway. You know, just under the name of Tom. Yeah. 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 So I have no patience for that. Sorry. No. And if you don't know who Cardinal Pell is, he was the one that, which is really interesting to go back and watch now with having all this mm-hmm. come out. He was on, and I can't remember the name of the show because it's an Australian TV show. It wasn't QI. That's the one out of Britain. It's a different Q squared, I think, is it? Where he debated Richard Dawkins. Oh, years no, ago. And that yes, and it was all it was all about creation and evolution and and all that. And yep. yeah, to to watch that now, when you know he's a kid fucker, it has a different tone to it. Yep. Interested to see when, because they said they they could uh, reserve this ruling for up to months. But yeah, I'd be interested to see. Just exactly how how this all ends up. You know, and it makes me kind of think, too, is like there's a couple of good, important cases before our Supreme Court now. Yep. And you kind of wonder if that stuff is going to slip under the radar as well because of all this I have a diversion. lot of concerns about what might happen in this country because of all this diversion right now. Yeah, early voting yeah. is going on. Go do that now vote <laughs> while early. you can. <laughs> yes. Vote early. Vote often. <laughs> so any... Any recommendations? Yeah, what you got? I know you're reading a book. Okay. I know you're reading a book. Yeah, but it's I don't know. Jeff's book of the week. Called Shadow Network, Media, Money, and the Secret Hub of the Radical Right. Ooh. And who's that by? Um, Tried to hit you with the tough questions. Ann Nelson. Ann? A-N-N? A-N-N-E Nelson. Okay. So you can find that on uh, Amazon or wherever you buy your books. I'll put a link for it. But, um, I mean, it shows kind of a long history of, of this association with evangelicals and the um, Republicans and how, you know, this has been their intention to get to where they are now. Strange bedfellows have been sleeping together for mm-hmm. a long, long so time. until we turn them out of office. Yep. We are screwed. You also had, you had an, and you missed this recommendation oh. last time. And we don't know if this is still going to happen oh, okay. with all the other stuff that's going yeah. on with, with the virus as well. But you wanted to give a shout out for something that's going on here in Atlanta. That yeah. Well, actually, it's going all all across the country. Oh, yeah, he's doing a bus tour. Doug Paget. he's got a, a thing called Vote Common Good. And what he's trying to do, hats off for him to try to do this, is trying to get evangelicals to rethink Voting for the, you know, the, right. the R, yeah. and voting for the D, and so he's supposed to be here. In so he's Atlanta. trying to build a bridge. Yeah, to say you know, you know, if you guys think about of the teachings interest. of Jesus yeah. or yeah. whatever, you know, is like and late breaking news. Uh oh, North Point churches to halt Sunday services due to coronavirus. Breaking news on the Gospels. Oh, right. He must have been listening in. He must have. Somehow. Because he we really, were, it broke two minutes ago. He was totally listening he in. He was listening totally listening. In. Yeah. How he tapped into this. That's kind of scary. Open invitation, Andy Stanley. He's got Jesus yeah. Wi-Fi so, or but something. But good for him. Yeah. The next three weeks, they I'll, will not host services. Yeah. A golf clap for Andy Stanley. Definitely. Uh, there definitely. We, go. Yeah. Okay, we said before we started recording, even when they're not our BFFs, we give credit where credit is due. Yep. Yep. Props to Andy Stanley. Good job. Props to our own governor, who does not seem to be drinking the Kool-Aid and seems to be being pretty transparent and straightforward with what's going on in the state so far. Very narrow lane of props for our governor. Hey, when the bar is low, when the bar is low, you still acknowledge what is good. It might be a traditional bar. They happen to just fall over it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But did not mean to interrupt with that. No, 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 that's no, good. That's, that's but a news, that was news break, yeah. big news. Right off the teletype. <gasps> uh oh, another oh. one. Uh oh. They have a new North Point church. Mm-hmm. Affiliate church? Yes. Where? Indicator. A mile from my house. No, no way. You 
could walk. I do walk by it a <laughs> lot on my outside walking what? route. Which church is this that they've added well, to? The was, they took they over it. East Side Baptist at Little Road okay. and Lower Roswell, which is now East Cobb Church. Okay. I just learned is one of the Buckhead That's affiliate churches. Okay. They 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 must I have lost their pastor and decided it's cheaper to just get or, a CCTV. Set or up. they're sharing the yeah. space. Yeah. Um, but oh, all right. Because I walk like I said on my walking route when I walk outside. Okay. Field trip there. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah, you can Ashley always <laughs> brings breaking news, and that's what I appreciate most about her. Is that what you appreciate about me, Don? That is. <laughs> quick, quick little shout out recommendation. Before, after the last show that we recorded, Ashley turned me and Jeff on to a, a, a quirky little show called Letter Kenny. Oh, and, I've been uh, watching that yeah. thing. <laughs> I have I have binge watched the first season of Letterkenny. Now, don't pat me on the back. It was it was six thirty minute episodes. I so yeah, I love got three hours. Dry, yeah. yeah, Canadian kind of. So, it is brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it is. yeah. If you like dry humor, oh. uh, quirky characters, <laughs> straight face kind of, it's oh. right down your alley. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. I'm getting into that show. That's a really. Funny it takes show. a few episodes it, before it you kind of get the it cadence does. and all that. Kind yeah, of yeah. Stuff. You kind of got to figure out exactly. Exactly, you know, where, they, where they're coming from, figure out who all the char- their well, characters are. And they're from Canada, yeah. so that's a big they're thing Canadian. right there. What's, yeah. what's the girl's name, Katie? Katie. Jesus, Katie, put on some clothes. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> great show. So did you have any other recommendations? Other than that show, yeah. Other than that show, which is a brilliant show. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pre-recommendation, because okay. I haven't heard it yet. But did either of y'all watch Sons of Anarchy? No. Okay. Mm. That is my second favorite television show. That's a departure from the West Wing. Those, those, are, those are two different, completely different shows. Very different <laughs> so shows. Explain it. What, what is the uh, so the Sons of Anarchy that? was was a, a brainchild of the brilliant yet disturbed Kurt Sutter. Extremely disturbed. A, it was an archetype of Hamlet and little Beth thrown in with an outlaw motorcycle club based in the fictional town of Charming, California. It ran for seven seasons. I had to drink whiskey the last two seasons when I was watching it. And really? I hope that for the rest of my life, I am never as emotionally invested in a television yeah. show as I was that really? one. And he's he's married to Katie Seagal, Katie Seagal who was on the a show. Lot of pe- who was on the show is Gemma Teller, who was fantastic. As a lot of people know her originally Peg as Bundy. Peg Bundy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, made that connection. But this was a brilliant, brilliant show where you really feel for people who were definitely on the wrong side of the law, Mm -hmm. but who are also very human. But our friends at God Awful Movies found out that Pure Flix has done a television show or movie or whatever called Sons of Thunder, which is their answer to Sons of Anarchy. And it's what... God this is a Christian version movie, of some some kind of outlaw MC with a Christian theme, <laughs> and this is what our friends at God Awful Movies oh will be reviewing oh. next week. And I cannot yeah. wait. Okay. Sounds amazing. Definitely to listen it to it. All right. Well, on that note, everybody, you can <laughs> drop us a line at uh, our email, which is godlessheathens at yahoo.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Godless Podcast. And you beat up on Franklin Graham all the time. I don't do that. Oh, what are you trying to you? say? Oh. We hired that little 13-year-old kid to handle oh, our Twitter account. Okay. It's well, he him. Does a, he does a great oh, job. Oh, he's, 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 he's ridiculous. That. He's on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, but, well, it's not so much the Franklin Graham stuff as the, the other one, Pastor Greg Locke. Oh, okay. He's trying... 
Jimmy, our thirteen-year-old Twitter Jimmy, handler, Jimmy. he is he's trying to get the the hashtag "Don't Beat Your Wife, Greg" to start trending. Uh, so he, he puts it in all of the the Twitter posts that he puts uh, towards catching, Greg. Luck. Not catching yet. It's, it's not getting any traction. But we're, we're you know, we're gonna, yeah, come on, Jimmy. It's a grassroots yeah. operation. But you can also find us on Facebook at the Godless Heathens Podcast Discussion Group. Uh, it's hidden. It's private. Just uh, do a search for Godless Heathens. You'll find it. Send uh, in a request to join. We'll get you approved. We're over 2,000 members that's in the group cool. now. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, you can uh, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. And you can also... Follow us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. You can go to YouTube. We're still posting videos to YouTube. Although I'm honestly thinking about getting rid of the YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, yeah. I'm kind of leaning yeah. towards. Well, there's nothing to see. the The amount of views that we get on YouTube versus the amount of downloads that we get through Podcatcher apps, it's not even close. Unless we start to video. Yeah, it? and nobody wants to see hey. these ugly mugs. So that ain't happening hey. anytime soon. Hey. And also, uh, you can follow us on Overcast, which is the preferred podcatcher app of two-thirds of the Godless Heathens. And I think Jerry really likes it because I can't use it. Which is weird, though, because sometimes y'all will post, like, a, a link. Overcast link. But you can go to that. And that works. Right. That, I can't download the app and actually but use it. But you can it, listen on the But link. if you send me a link from there, I, it does work. So I'm not sure exactly sure how that works, but it's it's... It does. Well, maybe one day it'll get on Android. But and knows. Jeff, still mad at Jesus. So yeah, but Andy, I'm kind of happy with Andy if he's canceling church services. So, so you're gonna, you're gonna oh, extend, I'm back on the, you're back on the Andy Stanley train. Yeah, come on, sit in the chair, Andy. Come on, we know you're listening in because he did that. He's he's gonna be available on Sundays. Well, no. For after, the next three weeks, anyway. But, but, yeah. <laughs> now, are, are they? It didn't say. Are they, are they actually going to be gonna sitting record. out? I'm sure they're going to. They're going to live stream. Yes, okay. I would think oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can do that from home. All right. So that's it. Again, thank you, Ashley, for filling in for uh, Jerry Force, and we will see y'all in about two weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, guys, for having me. Take care.